from space. Like a lot of pictures <laughs> from space. <laughs> Welcome to Knickknack News. I'm Anthony. And I'm Alex. And today we're doing a special episode where Anthony and I are just talking about the new photos from the James Webb Space Telescope, which have been released now. Yay! Yeah, I mean, we've been talking about this telescope for what feels like at least a year at this point. I don't even know. We've brought so many stories about it. Um, And yeah, so I don't know. I at least wasn't planning on talking about the telescope itself. All that much. I don't know if you had anything you wanted Same. to say about it because not really because I think we've, we've talked, talked about, about it enough. a lot. Yeah. Actually, I, I I really would love to just dive into the pictures that were released this week. Yeah. Um. And what is cool about them? Yes. If if you're listening to this and you haven't seen these yet, go look at them immediately. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll even, include we'll include a before. link in the show notes as well. Um, yeah. There's conveniently like a single page on the NASA website that has all of the images. Images from this first batch uh, for you to peruse. Yes. So, um, if you're listening now and haven't seen these pictures, look in the show notes, click that link, and come back to us. Yes, that's what I was. What I would recommend as well. <laughs> okay, so where should we start? Would you like to start with the deep field picture that they released first? Yes. So also, like in general, these images were released. Well, the first one, the, the one that we're going to talk about first was released July 11th in like a special televised event. And then the other, um, the other ones we're talking about were, were released uh, Tuesday, July 12th at a different televised event from NASA's Goddard Space mm-hmm. Flight Center in Greenbelt, Maryland, which I did not know existed. Oh, I the actually didn't The center either. or Greenbelt, Maryland. Oh, or, sorry, or sorry or if, you, if you're from there. Uh <laughs> But yeah, let's talk about the, the the deep field the deep field image. First of all, this image is like if you were standing on Earth and you picked up a grain of sand and held it up to the sky, that's how much of the sky this image entails. Which is wild because it contains like literally probably hundreds of galaxies. Yes. <laughs> like galaxies, not just like, stars. Ga- not just stars, galaxies. I actually had to look up just to check. I was like, are these all galaxies in this picture? And they are because there's different types of galaxies, which I also was kind of learning when I was reading about oh, this yeah. too, that they're the, the shapes that they, that like how they kind of show up in these photos. Like if you'll notice, some of them have that kind of classic spirally look to mm-hmm. them. And some of them are just kind of like a, like a fuzzball. Um, and that's expected. Like that's still a galaxy and it can look like that. Um, which I didn't really realize before this week. I thought they all had that like spirally look to them. But oh yeah, no. There's there's some that are just like clusters of things, like mm-hmm. just kind of around. No, it's really like looking around the image. I'm like spotting different ones. There's like towards the bottom middle of the image. There's this one that kind of looks like a little Saturn yeah, situation. Yeah, I saw that one. Um, there's like a real classic spiral um, in the, like the middle right of the image. Yes. That was when I, fir- when I first saw this photo, for some reason that is that spot, that classic spiral one on the right is w- right where my eye went to right away. And I was like, wow, for some reason that one, I don't well, know why. Well, just that level like, of detail. Cause it, yeah. Cause I, cause it's just so like, you can tell how detailed it is and how like, like, far away it is. You can see like the individual arms of the spiral. <laughs> yeah. And there's a lot of them in here that look kind of like lines and those are prob those are potentially spirals. Like galaxies we're seeing from the side, 
Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's it, yeah, there's just such variety, like different colors of, of galaxies and different, it's just such a cool image. Um, yes, this image of, it's a galaxy cluster called SMACS0723. Um, yeah, like they said, it's thousands of galaxies. I did not count them. Um, <laughs> I did not either. And yeah, as you pointed out, like literally if you were holding a grain of sand up to the sky, this is like that amount of space in the sky. Like, which means <sighs> every si- the how whole, many. Like how many galaxies are out. Like it just, you look at this and you realize just like how small we are. Yeah. Oh, this it's is kind of overwhelming. The vastness of the universe is like so well depicted in this image. And yeah. It's just... It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> it's so incredible. So another interesting thing about this image I wanted to bring up is a physics concept that I don't fully understand, but understand enough to talk about it a little bit. Um, and it's why do some of the galaxies appear kind of like with that bent sort of bending light? Like the ones that almost look like yes. they're spinning around in a circle. Yeah, <laughs> like the ones that the seem like they're the spinning around a center. Mm-hmm. So... That is due to something called gravitational lens effect. Um, I'm just going to read exactly what the NASA website says. The combined mass of this galaxy cluster acts as a gravitational lens bending light rays from more distant galaxies behind it, magnifying them. So, like, it's basically like when the galaxy is far enough away and the light has to pass something that has a a huge amount of gravitational pull on its way to us that causes the light to kind of like bend and, and look weird. Like by the time it gets to us, that's oh, the, oh. that's like why it's doing that. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Cause I guess just like over that amount of space, like light that far away would be subject to the gravity. Oh, that is, yes. it's I know. weird Isn't it to weird think, to think about? So I was actually, I was talking to my husband about this and he explained it in this really cool way, actually, where he's like, if you, I'm going to try to verbally, cause he showed me this, but I'm going to verbally explain this. Like, imagine if you were like, if you had like a ball and you were rolling it across like a soft surface and it would just like roll straight across. Right mm-hmm. now, imagine if like you like pushed your fist in the middle of the surface and like made an indent and then tried to roll the ball across. Like it would go like, whoop, like it would kind of yeah. like curve in like, Oh, okay. He he said it was it's kind of like that where it's like something's like pulling it like a force so that's why the light looks like I'm like that's so cool. That is that's <laughs> um, I was wondering about that. I'm yeah, glad you, I'm glad you said something. This yep. image, the more I look at it, the more little things that I just notice, and it's it's just so satisfying. Like I like this these like three in a row up here. These of the oh I didn't know the kind that of starburst looking things right next to this one that looks kind of like a galaxy <laughs> yeah. that has the sim. Like yeah, the dongle Sim above it. <laughs> so that's our active galaxy. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then there's this little, like, right next to that spiral, some kind of, like, cloud or something. I, I, I like, maybe yeah, I it's a nebula. I don't know. Um, so, but it's, like, a unique shape. I, th- there's so much in this image. I just yeah, can't stop just, looking at it. There's so much. Like, you, li- you could just stare at this for hours, like, and zoom in and look at every single little part and be like, oh, that's a galaxy. Or, like, oh, that's a galaxy. Like, I was... May or may not have been doing that earlier today. <laughs> I hope that they just yeah. do this for like a bunch of areas. Just grab this, yeah, this kind of image because I, I they're just so much fun to look at. Because they can, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, this is like a 
Okay, so we said being so this is a deep field photo. So I guess this is like a certain calibration of like just looking really, really far away. Like almost if they were zooming zooming really far away, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas like some of the other images they released are more are closer up than some of the things in here. Right. Is that correct? Yeah, and they're like focused on a particular image. Yeah. Or a particular so, object. They might be busy focusing on particular objects for a while, potentially, but I would love more of these, too, because it's just so cool. So, speaking of focusing on a particular object, yeah. would you like to talk about the Carina Nebula? Sure. The image of that. The new, most beautiful picture of space ever, I mean, is what I'm about to say, Like maybe my opinion, I don't know. Hubble's images of nebulas were always so stunning, and now we have... Something like this that is that, but, like, with just an increased resolution, like, so much more detail. You can see everything. Like, it's just, it looks unreal. It looks like somebody made art. And, like, they just painted this, like, this image. But this is just an image of space. Um, it, it looks like it's like a fake, like a computer background that somebody made. Like exactly, just it looks oh, let's make just, this abstract kind of a thingy. Like it looks like a an abstract wallpaper. <sighs> yep. Um. So it's the edge of it. This the image that we're talking about kind of looks like a bunch of mountains of of dust, and it's uh, the edge of a nearby young star forming region uh, called NGC three three two four in the Carina Nebula. Uh, It was captured in infrared light by the telescope and reveals, for the first time, previously invisible areas of star birth. So this place is making stars. Um, And it says that the—I thought this was fascinating. The tallest peaks, like the tallest-looking, quote-unquote, mountains Mm -hmm. in this image are about seven light years high. Wow. So this is enormous, what we're looking at. This is, like— incomprehensibly big <laughs> like <laughs> seven light years i don't even like i don't even how do you you compare, can't like you can't, the, com- you can't comprehend distances that. in light years are so hard to comprehend right like the fact that we're able to even view something of that like magnitude i guess is just is kind of awe-inspiring in itself and then there's this image that just it's again it's just like the galaxies one is like every time you look at it you find something new yeah i know yeah so similar to the other one this one I agree is like the more you look at it, the more things you notice. Um, and I, I just love how you can see the stars behind the cloud, or are they in the cloud? Like I, maybe I'm a little unclear on that part. I, but. Yeah, I'm not. I'm honestly not sure either. It's, it might be a mix of stuff that's mm-hmm. like actually in that cloud versus far away. Though I would imagine if they're in the cloud, they would be affecting like the gas around them. Like, uh, gravitationally? Maybe. But I'm not sure. Okay, so something cool in this that I didn't notice until I had looked at it for a while is, like, those three rays in the upper right yeah. of the picture. Like, there's a star, like, right <laughs> a out star of view just there. out of view. I thought that was kind of cool. It was very cool. I just like the, I like the area and, like, the kind of front left area that just looks, it almost looks like a bunch of hooded figures, like, walking through a valley or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah. There's definitely an artistic <laughs> interpretation <laughs> of this, but it's just, it's just a stunning image. So cool. Okay. So next up, let's talk about 
Stevens Quintet. All right. Which is a group of five galaxies. Which I never heard of before this week. I didn't either. Uh, but the NASA website points out that it is best known for being prominently featured in the holiday classic film, It's a Wonderful Life. Wait, what? It is? So I didn't Allegedly. Know that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to watch that movie again because I don't remember that. Um, I was not aware cool, of this. Cool. I also have never seen that movie. Um, oh. But uh, yeah, it's, this is a lot like the. Uh, deep field image, I feel like, except now we're focusing on, on five specific galaxies. And at first I only saw four, but then I realized like the middle one there is like, is actually two. <laughs> yes. I went through the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it looks like there's four. Where's the fifth? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're real close to each other. Yes. Um, and NASA pointed out, uh, that those kind of like orange areas in the, in between there are mm-hmm. shock waves. Um, as one of the galaxies, NGC 7318b, uh, smashes through the cluster. So one of those galaxies is like, go, is moving and going through this cluster. And that's what's causing those, like, I mean, they look fiery, like fiery shockwaves. So cool. Uh, another part of the NASA website said that this particular photo composite, um, it was a mix of near and mid infrared data, I guess. And it's the largest image so far. Um, like the resolution of it, I guess, really how big it is actually. Um, yeah. They said it's, it contains over 150 million pixels uh, and is constructed from almost 1000 separate image files. Wow. Um, and yeah, the size would cover approximately one fifth of the moon's diameter. Like the amount of, I guess the, like image data, I guess. I don't know. Like an image. Wait a minute. Image data from, from earth. Yes. I saw that too. The one fifth of the moon's diameter. Yeah. As seen from earth. It said as seen from earth. Okay. But, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, beautiful. beautiful. And then you can just like, it's another one where you can look in the background and you see like to the like left and down from it. There's like another little spiral galaxy in the distance can see another disc to the left to the right like there's there's a ton of stuff happening all around these galaxies as well um and i my favorite which galaxy is your favorite mine's the one on the left i I was actually i was just (laughs) that's hilarious you guys have because i was just about to say that the the one on the left i'm most intrigued by because it's like such a unique it has like such an interesting look to it like i because it's not a spiral right it's almost like it's almost like a burst of like, it's like a burst yeah like there's like gaseous formations a, like coming out from it at like all angles a but crackliness it, to it almost right but it's also but it's but it's it. also like very symmetrical somehow i don't know like shape wise at least did you happen to see um the hubble version of this picture i didn't know there's a um i'll send it to you later there's like a website i think it's nbc news or something they they made like sliders where they put the Hubble version of these oh, things. Oh, I want to see that for sure. And then the web version, and you can like slide back and forth and see it. And this one I thought was like very different. It was like the most different from the Hubble version. Like it, the galaxies just look completely different to me. Well, just the fact that like and NASA on the website pointed this out as well, that you can just see like the, um, what is it? The dust? Like, like the, the, the gas yeah, and dust kind that? of like just the, like, coming off of this top one and like a big tail you can like yeah. see it for 
like there's no way that Hubble would have picked up on something to that degree. Right. It's too much. Like it's too subtle. The Hubble didn't like find stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So cool. And these are just the first images they got. I like I know. I can't even imagine like, what we're gonna get out of this thing. It's like every week there's gonna be like a new image. I'm so excited. <laughs> That'll completely look. This is just gonna become a podcast about. <laughs> Yeah, we, we can make a side. We can make a side podcast called um, "What Would We Call It?" Uh, <laughs> I love coming up with. <laughs> One time, we I think we said this on the podcast the one we came up with "Ow My Brain" as a, yes. as a concept what about, for a side podcast. What about "Caught in the Web"? Ooh, I love it! I love it! I love it! I love it! How's that? TM TM TM. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about the quintet. Me neither. Um, so the last like set of images that are like actual images and not a graph, which we'll get, <laughs> which we'll get to. We'll get to that. Um, uh, are there's two separate images of something known as the Southern Ring Nebula that is approximately twenty five hundred light years away. Um, the NASA website like presented these two images side by side, but did not explain what the differences between them. Um, I mean, obviously the visual differences are pretty jarring. So, the colors are completely different, but it's not clear what the, uh, the difference. It are seems here. like that there are two like lenses or like instruments or like yeah, modes they said, or they something. They said two cameras captured it, but they didn't clarify which, like what the, what the, two cameras are meant to do. So I wasn't, I wasn't super clear. Yeah. Cause there was another side by side one of the, of the deep field one. I don't know if you saw that. Oh yeah. That it kind of, again, it didn't like really go into exactly what the difference is, but there's def- there's like two modes that they can use that l- show up with like different colors and things of, okay. of these images. So I think that they just did that for this nebula. Um, and that's what the side by side is. I wonder if they're just capturing like different information. It just it's interesting because mm-hmm. the actual like structures captured look pretty similar. Um they're just presented different colors. The one on the 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 bluer one is a little less sharp than the one in red, at least in this, mm-hmm. the images that I'm looking at, but um yeah, it's a I mean, this is also a gorgeous image. Yeah. Uh, I think it's probably the least exciting of all of them, but that's fine. It's but still that's okay. it's, still, it's beautiful. still beautiful. I still think it I the the one with the blue center I still think is like yeah, just well, beautiful. Like, I don't know. Starred, like the starburst captured like right in the middle of it. I think is 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 really stunning. And then there's this other star like to the left, which has some type of significance. I'm not totally. Yeah, exactly, they mentioned but. that it's been sending out rings of gas and dust for thousands of years in all directions, um, and the telescope has revealed for the first time that the star is cloaked in dust. Um, I don't really mm. understand what that means in this context. <laughs> uh, I will say, like as as nice as it is as it is that the website has collected all these images in one place, they don't go into a ton of detail on each of them. I will agree on the that, site. that that then yes, the place where the images actually are posted does not go into all the detail. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they all link to like articles about each individual image, though that I did not get into the details of. So it, they may be presenting the information somewhere else. Mm. I want to say this from the NASA website though, that this, um, particular photo, I mean, I think all of these 
all of the pictures apply to this, but it says that it'll transform our understanding of how stars evolve and influence their environment since this one is like, you know, kind of like, it's like dying and shedding Mm -hmm. material. Yeah, we're going to be able to observe stars at like all stages of life in like so much more granular detail than we ever could have before. Yeah, Um, it's incredible. And we'll be able to like, I mean, we'll get to the like, uh, what is it called? Spectro- spect- spectroscopy. <laughs> wow. In a second, but like, with like the more advanced images and stuff, we'll like, we'll be, I think we'll be able to understand better the material composition of these different stages of the star's life yes. as well, which I think is going to be really important, if not as like visually arresting. <laughs> yeah, so that's a good transition. So we can move into that part yeah. of this. That's the part that I currently understand the least about i think it's super cool Mm -hmm. but my well you can read what you have but my just my current understanding is that this telescope is able to convert wavelengths of light that it's seeing into graphs showing the distribution of elements present in the object that it's looking at right Somehow, I don't know how that conversion works <laughs> or right. like how it's able to do that, but that seems like what it's doing um, based on like the photos that are posted. Yeah. I, so I think it's be, like it's measuring which wavelengths of light are blocked um, and okay. by determining which wavelengths are blocked to what degrees they can like measure how much of like a particular something is in the like is in the atmosphere of an image that they're capturing like okay it's based on that on wavelength <laughs> like blocking certain wavelengths of light and they can use the like that information somehow to determine the like like molecular composition of what they're looking at i'd have to mm-hmm. look more to fully understand what i'm talking about <laughs> or what they're <laughs> what they're specifically doing but basically, one of the images on the site is uh, is like a graph of wavelength of light to amount of light blocked, and from this like particular like measurement, they were able to determine that uh, water is uh, and like evidence of clouds and haze uh, in the atmosphere surrounding a hot, puffy uh, gas giant planet orbiting a distant sun like sun like star. Um, which is kind of cool. They're able to see like, oh, this atmosphere has similar elements to like our own in a way. Yeah. Um, so uh, they said the observation, which reveals the presence of specific gas molecules based on tiny decreases in the brightness of precise colors of light. So that's like what the measurement is, the measurement that's happening. Um, it's, they said this is the most detailed of its kind to date, demonstrating Webb's unprecedented ability to analyze atmospheres hundreds of light years away. Um, so the Hubble Space Telescope has also been able to do this and captured its first clear detection of water in 2013. Um, but the fact that Webb was able to immediately and like in a more detailed way make the same observation, like it's literally only been ready to go for a few months now. Um, this marks like a giant leap forward in like characterizing. They call them potentially habitable planets beyond Earth. Mm-hmm. We're never going to live there, people. <laughs> We've had this conversation before. We're not going to get to them, but the existence of them is interesting, and in that yeah. it could indicate 
the existence of some kind of life potentially. Mm-hmm. Not human, like yeah. <laughs> probably not yeah. humanoid aliens or anything. And again, we're never going to live on these planets. It is impossible unless something insane happens in the next however many years. But Well, maybe they can figure out from tardigrades how to make people... <laughs> Like just launch just, us into the direction yeah, of these planets, yeah. but like in a state of of, of like hibernation, stasis. yeah, stasis. Just and we just kind of and float then in like thousands space. of years we'll go we by and then we just planet, arrive on this planet, and it turns out oh well, they were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, wasn't anyway. that the plot of? Um, <laughs> I'm half joking. Of I was gonna say, was that a plot yeah, of something? Why can't I think of the the movie? Um, Oh my gosh, Interstellar. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. <laughs> okay. It's like like halfway what we just said is kind of the plot of that movie. I was about to say, is that the one where they launch Sandra Bullock at a planet, but that's gravity. No, that's and also gravity. that's not what they're doing. And also they're, they're not going to a planet. <laughs> that's not their goal. <laughs> that's not what they're She's just in space working on a space station or something. Yeah. Yeah, no. In Interstellar, they're like trying to find um, like another, like a habitable planet for the human race or something. But okay. then they like go to a bunch of them and like they're not actually habitable like that's like what the plot is grim there's other stuff that happens at the end that i won't spoil it's like it's actually like not totally a bad ending like then it's like it has a good ending but (laughs) (laughs) but that's that's why i'm laughing i'm like that's like the plot of the movie anyway um yeah so there's there is a graph to look at as well but it's not as pretty as the other pictures yeah the the graphs are not necessarily beautiful i mean unless you I mean, you could think graphs are beautiful, I guess. Data, but. data can be beautiful, but I don't think I don't think it compares to the images that actually contain galaxies and nebulae and ex- yeah, they're ex- so fun to look at. So, have you heard anything about like when or what, like how often they plan on releasing more photos? I have not. I don't know what yeah, their either. What their plans are, but I'm sure they have like plenty of like groups and people interested in particular things, and I'm sure their schedule for Taking imagery is like booked for the rest of time. Yeah, like uh, for like the next fifty years. For, yeah, like however long this mission lasts. Um, I, yeah. And I'm really hoping that a lot of that imagery will be released, and we get to see more of this kind of thing because it's yeah. it's so awe inspiring. It's incredible. It's it's very it's very exciting science. It is. And I love exciting science <laughs> and uplifting news. You yes. Know? All right. That's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, some links to the content of today's episode <laughs> will be in the episode description. You can subscribe to Knickknack News on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. And you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash knickknacknews, on Twitter at at knickknacknews, and on Instagram at knickknacknews. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.